Planet Meh. X is super interesting. I'm, I, I want to know if it's out there. It's probably not with the tech we have now. We would have with probably the tech found we, it. With the tech we have now, but we can also detect that there is a gravitational field out there mm-hmm. disrupting yeah. things, but we There's don't know what weird. it is. There's something there, and that's why I think Planet X is super cool. It might not be a planet, but there's something with gravity past Pluto. Mm-hmm. And you can just, you know, shake your fist on it. Hey, you knock that off over there. Hell yeah. yeah. And will I be the person who does that? I don't know. But if I am. Old man yells at cloud. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the extent of my power. <laughs> Just a reminder, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. Different series that require a spoiler warning will be in the description. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Gaming Theater Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to do something a little... uh, Actually, we've done something similar to this before. And let's talk about the term nemesis. And to help explain this, I've got a couple of cool guests with us. We'll just introduce ourselves real quick, Tim, then we'll move on to the show. And with that, my name is Leo. I am the Geek Scorpio, your host for the evening. And I'm Darian. I'm DJ. Now, before we get started, let's take a quick trip to the Magical Merch Booth. Here we are at the Magical Merch Booth. And and the merchandise that's here is very greek god and goddess themed so as you can see over here we have a lovely aphrodite sculpture she is uh absolutely rocking that bod mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> very oh, truly we have zeus cups aphrodite statues various other places and it's mostly thematic to our podcast from another podcast uh, let's know a bit about that podcast yes DJ and I host the podcast Muse of Mythology, where we explore how ancient myths become modern pop culture through the lens of Rick Riordan's Percy Jackson and the Olympian series, which means we're rereading the Percy Jackson books and going myth by myth that appears in books and talking about what happens in the books, what the ancient source material says, and why the hell are we telling these stories still after so long? She has that beginning part down to a fucking science at this point. Nice. She has said it. <laughs> like almost at the very least 50 times Mm -hmm. uh meanwhile i've said another thing 50 times which if you want to uh if you like our stuff and want to hear more and hear me say something 50 times in a row go ahead and check out our patreon (laughs) is it hey i play smite even though i kind of hate it is that the thing you say 50 (laughs) times uh no what i i won't say what i 50 times because if you want to hear what i say 50 times it's on our Patreon at patreon.com slash mythology. That too. We talk about that too. <laughs> and don't worry, everybody. I'll be putting, make sure the links for that is going to be in the description. Woo! But let's get back into learning more about Nemesis. With that, let's get back to the show. So with this, um, today, well, let's talk about nemesis. Nemesis is a term that we see pop up in different places for different parts of fiction. Um, this is similar to like what we talked about before in the last season uh, when we were talking about Cain and the storyline behind Cain, Cain and Abel and how they're used in fiction. Nemesis is another, is another one who's on there, which is interesting because the name nemesis comes after a Greek goddess, but mm-hmm. not one of the big gods. Mm-mm. No, this is like what 
tertiary. Basically, she doesn't seem to appear in Second person theory? in a lot of myths. Yeah, we're not seeing her running maybe. around. Demesis isn't exactly like top tier material gods because you have the Pantheon, mm-hmm. which, and then you have yeah. their children, and then sort of their children's children. Yeah, I've I've definitely heard of Nemesis before Rick Riordan. Before yes. I read Mark of Athena, I definitely heard of Nemesis even before Smite, though. Right, and I I did Smite much before Mark of Athena, but even before Smite, I uh, had heard of Nemesis in some way. Mm-hmm. Right. She's it, often portrayed as like a daughter of Oceanus, who's like a Titan, Herberus, who's like the like personification of like the under the deepest part of the underworld, or Zeus. But most often, she's a daughter of like Nyx and Herberus, uh, so she's kind of this like. She isn't, yeah, kind of primordial. She's like an older goddess, but she's such an abstract concept that you don't often like run into her personally. She tends to show up. It looks like the the most common thing she would have appeared in is like a fragment of a cycle that like predates the Iliad, but we just Uh, don't have all of it. So that's why it's not, we don't have most of it. So it's not old. But in that one, sometimes it's suggested that she is actually the mother of Helen of Troy. But that's not the most common thing. Uh, we should probably talk about what she's the goddess of, though. <laughs> revenge! Revenge! <laughs> is that really all she's the goddess of, though? Uh, I... Justice is what is more of where she's the goddess of. Justice and revenge is is where she comes into play. Essentially, she's the goddess of the... She's one of those goddesses, which is the goddess of something that's... Uh, how do I want to say it? Non-tangible? Abstract. Mm-hmm. Abstract. Yeah. So, like... Aphrodite, goddess of love. It's kind mm-hmm. of an abstract thing. God of yeah. uh, uh, Ares, god of war. Mm-hmm. But you have uh, Dionysus, god of wine. No, we got wine. That's a real yeah. thing. That's a, we have that. It's a physical thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so this one's about uh, Nemesis is the goddess of um, sort of people who escape justice and and want to and people just want to get see them getting their comeuppance. Yeah, it's interesting because it seems like early on the, the term used for Nemesis kind of meant more uh to give what is due she was essentially the goddess of uh distributing fortune or either good or bad just whatever was due to someone that's what she would would give them essentially what they were owed by fate or circumstances or by their own action uh but in time she became more associated with the concept of like tai chi would become the goddess of, fa- of fortune, like good fortune, and essentially a nemesis herself would become like goddess of retribution and specifically like, punishing those who, who committed hubris. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, in short, goddess of revenge. <laughs> yes. In layman's terms. In layman's <laughs> terms. But yeah, revenge is sort of her shtick. Nemesis as sort of a, a terminology, mm-hmm. because of the, that's where it uh, starts, becomes sort of this thing of the an opposing force for you what's interesting is nemesis and enemy are not related to each other in this case Mm-mm. nemesis is no. specifically to a rival someone who is dedicated for yourself and in most translations something that can't be stopped mm-hmm. yeah but uh, it's mostly dealing with a rival not just a singular enemy or such yeah there's a specificity to to nemesis there's a it's not just a happenstance. It's like going back to like 
the retribution of it. It's not a coincidence. You're not, this character didn't just happen to be, get, oh, in the way. Whatever it's representing, it is specific to the situation or the actions. Mm -hmm. A couple of really famous nemesises for people would be, for example, Batman has a huge rogues gallery. But if you were mm -hmm. to talk about Batman's nemesis, he would either fall under the case of either Ra's al Ghul or mm -hmm. uh, more, more often than not, the Joker. Oh, it's the Joker, yeah. But it's probably I've the heard Joker. arguments for Bane, honestly. I, I, I can see that. I, I Bane agree wishes. <laughs> Bane is the antithesis to fear. Batman <laughs> is fear. I suppose that makes sense. I think the Joker makes the most sense in that when we're talking oh, yeah, about Nemesis he's as... Oh, I mean, and specifically in the concept of Nemesis as being a response to... Mm -hmm. The Joker literally exists because of batman like that is the thing about the joker that's why the joker has no backstory essentially no origin story it doesn't matter the joker only exists to oppose and batman he's batman's yeah. nemesis without batman there is no joker and there is no point he wasn't yeah. created um, like harley quinn or poison ivy or anyone else that would be there regardless of batman mm -hmm. there's yeah. um bane is always talked about as the physical representation because bane is physically even without his venom serum to make himself stronger, he can physically go toe to toe with with Batman and all this skill. Rachel Ghoul, however, represents sort of the um, resources mm -hmm. or the line. This is Rachel Ghoul is what would ha uh, is Batman who just will go to those extremes. Yeah, but Joker is the Joker. Joker is the Joker. That is he is. Yeah, Batman's order. He is chaos personified. So that's one of the nemesis. Another interesting nemesis that you want to put into is for Godzilla. This uh, nemesis oh. is uh, Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter which way. It doesn't matter any of the opponents that, that he's faced off. Even against like bigger names like King Kong, it's Ghidorah. That's the yeah. nemesis. That's the one who wants to be his bane who's hunting him down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nemesis, the term nemesis kind of pops around, and so because of that, we use the term nemesis for um, in different types of pop culture. But mm -hmm. mainly it's something that usually is defined of as something that is going to be a rival for yeah. our protagonists. There's some interesting references to that. So I know Smite has nemesis in there, and I don't know that what Smite do. is. So DJ, tell us more about Smite's nemesis. So Smite's nemesis, Smite has five classes. I know I've like mentioned them, but I don't know if I've ever explained them. It's hunters, guardians, uh, mages, warriors, and assassins. Right? Nemesis falls under assassin. She frequents the jungle. In fact, mains the jungle. And she has a cone in front of her that's a slow. Uh, she she can pop <laughs> a, her three, which is a, like a shield on top of her. And 50% of the damage that the shield takes returns damage to the person that's dealing the damage. So it's kind of interesting that way. And then uh, what is it? She has a dash. And then her ult is she takes a good chunk of your protections and gives it to herself while she attacks you she's a lot of fun and very annoying to deal with i like how appropriately nemesis returns you... damage to you oh yeah mm -hmm. well, actually mm -hmm. nemesis might have a lore let me see if i can pull it up as to why she's in the battleground why not arthur is in the battleground he is it's great i love playing her i love playing arthur he's my favorite warrior 
nemesis lore. Of arrogance and pride, the Greeks have but one word, hubris. It is a crime against gods and men, but a crime many commit in impunity. Uh, even mighty Zeus is guilty, but when punishment is due, there is one from whom even the god of thunder shrinks. She is nemesis, the red-washed blade of divine retribution. Recall the tale of Narcissus, so taken by his own beauty. Proudly, his visage was flaunted to the de- to the detriment of all, until at last he was led to a pond of crystal hue where his own reflection enraptured him. So long did he remain to gaze upon his self-image that hunger claimed his life. Thus does Nemesis respond to hubris. It is consequence equal to the crime. Now behold, the war-torn land, beset by the wrath-wanton gods filling the air, with blood and boasts, this battlefield is stained with hubris. Unwittingly, these foolish warriors have summoned their greatest adversary. Nemesis has come. No longer will these foul, foul deeds engender success. Engender? Engender? I don't fucking know. Not sure. No hoard of wealth held in undeserving hands. No legends told when falsely earned. Nemesis will unleash a tide of retribution. Punishment for the crime of hubris is death. Yeah, that's a badass intro. And she is she is depicted much like the American Justice, blind with like a helmet that covers her eyes and a scale in one hand and a big fucking sword in the other. <laughs> <laughs> Very it's cool. funny. Yeah, that is uh, Nemesis is uh, symbols. So, eat, a lot of the gods will have a type of symbol with them. Dionysus is the is I think um, it's a, a wine a wine jug uh, jug, but also grapes. For Nemesis, it's um, a set of scales and a sword. Hell yeah! Nemesis sounds super metal. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's dope. So yeah, one of the things that I bumped into, and this is what got me started into this whole subject, was I used to watch a show called Eureka, and uh-huh. it was on Sci-Fi. And in it, one of the episodes they were talking about, um, in the episode that they somebody some kid helped design like this monitoring system to look at a set of asteroids. Well, one of the asteroids that they're looking at is one called Nemesis, and the people in this town were panicking because were, were worried that Nemesis would attack them. And goes, no, no, no. Nemesis is an asteroid that would come to Earth, but like not for another like billion years, so it's not really a problem right now. Okay. And then as part of the situation, the the device turned out to be a weird magnet that was just but it's only locked on to Nemesis, so it's pulling it up out of orbit faster and faster. Oh, so, interesting. so I did a little bit of study research on it. It turns out, yes, there is a asteroid called Nemesis. So Nemesis is an asteroid in space. And what it is, it's called Asteroid 128 Nemesis. And it's a giant asteroid that would be a killer. But it's stuck in space. And the biggest thing is it's stuck in its own orbit. But it's big enough to do some damage, which is why Nemesis is titled. In fact, there's a section of space of asteroids that are all in the Nemesis section. Mm-hmm. If you know anything about how uh, naming convention works in space, usually if it's big enough, we'll put a name to it. Yeah. There's also a galaxy called, uh, not a galaxy, a, a system called uh, Nemesis System, which uh-huh. is theoretical. Still not certain if that's actually there or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
But there is a, a system also called Nemesis, and it mirrors a lot of Earth. It has a giant asteroid belt next to it, and there's a giant rock still in its orbit uh, that would smash something. I love talking about like space stuff and Nemesis because I remember years and years and years ago when I first learned about the hypothetical star Nemesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, it is... Oh, okay, so... I think you touched on it, Leo, but like basically the the concept like was like presented by like astronomers in like the the 80s was the idea that okay, uh so there was like a perceived cycle to the mass extinctions we see in the geological record, right? They seem right. to occur the theory is like, oh, they seem to occur at interver- intervals of about 26 million years. And so to explain this they are uh, uh, astronomers have argued that uh, this is just a theory and it's often like not accepted because there's no evidence for it. So now that we have the technology that actually look out, but the idea was that uh, our solar system is actually part of a binary star system. So earth is nearest the sun, but there is another star system that is actually causing the asteroids that are like being flung into earth. It's part of the orbit of turning passed around the sun be, uh, this other star being in the binary system that are causing these like mass extinction events and this star would be called nemesis because it is essentially like you know throwing asteroids at earth causing these these cataclysmic events and such and yeah, newer tech infrared like telescope technology has not detected like any evidence that we are part of a binary star system like this is likely like there's no confidence that there is existence of like an object like nemesis but it's still really cool as a theory and the existence of that theory tends to be the thing that shows up a lot in other things especially space things when it uses the term nemesis let me know when i can talk about sailor moon <laughs> Getting sued there. um so with that uh so it's kind of funny because you're right what is it pluto used to be called uh planet x then mm-hmm. pluto then not part of the solar system, and then maybe? Okay, it's smaller than Russia. Mm -hmm. It is... Its orbit crosses through Neptune's. It does not meet the qualification of a planet. We only called it a planet because it was the first thing we we dubbed out, we found out there, but there are bigger things in the the system than, than Pluto. But you know what? We invented the concept of dwarf planets for Pluto specifically, that should be enough for you people. It's not a planet. It's just not. It's let it go. Yeah, let it go. That's all, it's that's, it's just a thing. That's all I have to say on that. It's a space thing. We like it a lot. I like Sailor Pluto. Let me know when I talk about Sailor Moon. All right. How about you go talk about Sailor Moon right now? So I'm talking about Sailor Moon right now. So Nemesis is used in the Sailor Moon series as the name of the secret forbidden 10th planet. Dun, dun, dun. So if you're familiar with Sailor Moon, you know, we have Sailor Moon and all the Sailor Scouts are named after planets, including Sailor Pluto, because it's the 90s. <laughs> but in the in the series, they just, you discover there is actually a, there's a 10th planet called Nemesis, and it's made out of evil black crystal that essentially <laughs> absorbs all this light and energy. So this planet is essentially a black hole, and there is, like, no Sailor Scout for this planet. So there's no, like, Sailor Nemesis or mm-hmm. anything like that. But the idea is, like, this is where, like, the the evil uh, Black Crystal Clan comes from this, like, one of the, uh, in the seasons of the anime and stuff, there's, like, the, and it's just cool because it is the nemesis 
planet for this one is essentially like named after the nemesis, the nemesis star theory. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a very cool use of using the term nemesis because like this is a, a nemesis to like uh, Neo Queen Serenity and the Sailor Scouts and stuff have to deal with the 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 the, the villains that come from this planet. So I think it's a very strong use of nemesis as as a term for this specific kind of, of enemy, this villainy, and also incorporating this like cool like star theory. Mm-hmm. I love it when they do that, things mm-hmm. like that. I think they're actually, they're used to be thought of as a 10th planet on there, like one past Pluto, but yeah. once we have enough evidence, uh, once we can actually see past that with like Hubble and some of the other telescopes, it's like... Planet meh. X is super interesting. I'm, I, I want to know if it's out there. It's probably not with the tech we have now. We would have with probably the tech found we, it. With the tech we have now, but we can also detect that there is a gravitational field out there mm-hmm. disrupting yeah. things, but we There's don't know what weird. it is. There's something there, and that's why I think Planet X is super cool. It might not be a planet, but there's something fucking with gravity past Pluto. Mm-hmm. And you can just, you know, shake your fist on it. Hey, you knocked that off over there. Hell yeah. yeah. And will I be the person who does that? I don't know, but if I oh. am... Old man yells at cloud. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's the incentive. Of <laughs> um, but yeah, another thing that has a title of Nemesis on there is that a game that I really like called Resident Evil 3, Nemesis. Mm-hmm. So in that, they go towards um, more of the rival route for what Nemesis is. Instead of coming up with a brand new like monster, it is essentially a tyrant from the first game, or from 1.5 game. It, it's weird. So essentially, this is a nemesis who's, uh, whose goal is to kill off every member of stars because uh, oh, what is it? Because of, um, why can't I think of his name? Um, Umbrella is just sort of big mad at mm-hmm. the stars group for blowing up their mansion. It didn't yeah. hurt anybody as far <laughs> as they knew. It's, that's like a lie. Cool. The mansion hurt a lot of people. Most of them who are in the mansion at the time. Well, yeah. I'm sure. That just <laughs> happened when you blow up mansions. So, the re- this is one of the few times I can actually say I preferred the original over the remake, which is weird to say with the Resident Evil series, because their remakes are really amazing. But mm. in Resident Evil 3, it introduced a survival concept. What happens is that Nemesis will chase you, and Nemesis, that tyrant, won't stop coming at you, and you will only fight him, you only have to fight Nemesis at three points in the entire game. Mm. But... Nemesis will is a random encounter that will just show up, and then your option is to fight or flight. You can either run or you can stay and fight. If you fight and you win, you're going to run out of a bunch of ammo. However, you'll also get cool um, upgrades for it. Ooh, I love it when there's a, a good give and take for things like mm-hmm. that. However, you got to use a bunch of ammo because this is still a tyrant, and you don't have the thing at the end of the game to stop it. Yeah. But yeah, as a nemesis, it is your rival. It'll constantly hunt you down. That's all it does. Most of the other zombies and things that are in the way, they're just in the way. This is the guy you got to watch out for. And like a traditional nemesis, cannot be stopped until you get to the points where you can stop him. Mm -hmm. With a fucking rocket launcher. With a (laughs) rocket launcher. Not always. I end up watching an episode of like Games Done Quick. It turns out... There's a way to beat Nemesis without a rocket launcher. It's with yeah. a knife. What yeah, you do is you use a knife. That's that's, that's speedrunning tech. We're we're yeah. looking at the layman's tech, okay? <laughs> yeah, the layman's tech. Let's just take the biggest rocket launcher we got and just use it on it. 
Absolutely. So another um, nemesis that uh, thing that popped up was uh, there was actually a board game that came out, and I actually got a chance to play it called Nemesis. It's very much like Aliens, and it's called Nemesis because the aliens that are in this thing are trying to kill you, but at mm-hmm. the same time, you can have your player has secret orders to backstab a lot of the other players if you choose oh, shit. to <laughs> or not. You could be everyone's nemesis. Mm-hmm. I played it against my sister and her bro- and my brother in law once, and my sister ended up winning by letting the entire ship blow up and just left. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's so good. <laughs> the worst part about that is that she tricked the the, the big nemesis monster queen. Uh-huh. To fight me over and over again, specifically, so I couldn't get to the door. No! <laughs> oh, betrayed by your own sister. Oh, but I'll get her. Not right now. Right now, I've got to deal with this queen. Um, yeah. No. And it was dumb <laughs> luck, because I basically am taking an old-fashioned six-shooter against this one queen. Amazing. But yeah, no, I didn't win. Uh, no, it didn't Take sound like it, but you know, good hustle. Good hustle. Good, good, good try. Good try. But yeah, so in that case, I had two nemesises. One was family. Oh, no! <laughs> the other one was a giant monster xenomorph that wants to kill me. You specifically or just anybody? Me specifically, because I believed in this particular game we played, it turned out my brother-in-law, the third person who was playing with this, was kind of dead weight in this. Oh, no. Oh, you hate to see it. I, I hate to see it. Like, he had this cool, really big laser rifle that he could use. But it, we had no ammo, so we spent half the game trying to get ammo for it. Oh, poor guy. And by the time he got a good amount of ammo, and he played defensively, so he wanted to get all the best armor, the best. He had some healing packs with him, and the and he was stocked up with ammo. And then my sister left the ship, and then left everyone to die. <laughs> you know what? Respect. I can't even be mad. I'm not. I'm not mad at this. I'm like. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. Yet, here we are. (laughs) So, Nemesis is kind of just this terminology that we have for rivals and such. So, you'll see it pop up into different series. Sometimes it's just a simple title, like Star Trek Nemesis has. Mm -hmm. That's that's the name. I forget what happens in that movie, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. Stuff happens. (laughs) Is that when the Borg Queen shows up? Nope, that's First Contact, which is an amazing movie. Star Trek Nemesis, not so great. Uh, okay. It's like the shunned of all the movies. I know. Mm. Yes, it's the shunned one. You don't want to be the shunned one for your health. <sighs> Hold on. Now I got to know what happens in Star Trek Nemesis. Let me. <laughs> Can I, I'm looking for a quick synopsis on this thing. Just not enemies. I spelled Nemesis so wrong. <laughs> Uh, wow, 2002. You don't want to see old Star Trek in 2002. That's, uh, you know, if it's not good. Mm-hmm. No, no, of course. Not. Oh, yeah. This is the one the where they like Romulans. It was a set of Romulans. They killed off Data. Uh, and, uh, dude, I saw that they killed off Data scene. That scene is surreal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I cannot believe that they did that shit. Like, oh my fucking god. Like, what the fuck were they thinking there? Like, that shit is absolute insanity. The way that they chose to go about that situation. It's like, mm-hmm. well, we're sending Data off to his, like, whatever job he has accepted. Mm-hmm. Oh, his ship just exploded. Well, let's go raid his fucking room to see what kind of goodies he had. What? 
the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's uh, unhinged. What in the fuck? That yep. movie is bad. And they had like B4, which is like the data knockoff, but not as cool as lore. No. Yeah. No, don't. Ugh. Uh, oh yeah, they have the scimitar, which is a Romulan ship, which is ninety percent gun. Yeah, I'm looking at this ninety percent gun. Jesus. <laughs> Nemesis seems like a very. They picked it just because won't that sound cool and dangerous? But like honestly, my brain went straight to Borg because when I think of the enemy of of Starfleet and stuff yeah. that like seeks to like make peace and seek contact and and bring all these like different cultures together and celebrate their their differences and stuff whereas the borg exists to like assimilate all things and force them into compliance into yeah. sameness they do not and, value difference like nemesis seems like it'd be more appropriate for a borg story than whatever this nonsense is mm -hmm. and it would be just what is it way better to because nemesis is uh, the nemesis of the next generation cast has been the Borg. Yeah, arguably Fucking terrifying. Few. And the Borg is terrifying. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes the problem—not not the problem, but mm -hmm. an unfortunate side effect of using names with like archetypal and mythological. Uh, you know, things that we are familiar with in storytelling tradition is sometimes they'll just use it because it sounds cool and like completely waste any sort of like opportunity to dig deeper and be more uh, resonant with with these things. Oh, yeah. Like you title something gladiator. You instinctively know that this is a fighter who's going to outlast and try to to win an arena. And mm -hmm. the gladiator, if gladiator is the name of like a some kind of antivirus program, meh. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's not yeah. okay. But you also have like in this case, Nemesis. It's a cool name. Let's glue cool this name. here. Yeah, we'll just slap it on things, and it's like, oh, like there's a ton of like DC Marvel like comic book characters that are called Nemesis, but like even a brief scan over their stuff, I'm like, this is a wasted name. You aren't <laughs> doing anything impressive. Like I'm You're not, not doing anything it. justice. It, like. like that's just sort of the sad news of it. This name is too cool for it. Sometimes <laughs> the name is too good, and you are just sad that it is wasted on something that is just, oh, I, there's something about that. It's like, man, what a cool name. What an unfortunate bummer it's been wasted on this thing. And I can't remember what it is, but I feel like that's a thing that comes up all the time. So, like, oh, yeah. for example, like Star Trek. One of their better movies is Star Trek First Contract. And why is it called that? Because it's the first contact that's the thing that happens in this movie i get yeah. it star trek nemesis Rom this guy just sort of shows up out of left field and calls it a day yeah it's, like, it's the romulans it's like hey, i know we have beef with the romulans but like i don't really feel like a nemesis like what are we doing oh, that's here? appropriate <laughs> this seems to be giving them way more credit than they deserve it's like them rolling up and being like we're your arch nemesis and it's just like i don't even know you <laughs> like the anime character is like, oh, they're my nemesis, and it's like, hey, he literally doesn't know you exist. Yeah, yeah that's sort of how this goes down. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm and... sure there are Star Trek fans who are very angry because we are absolutely just—they're like, no, nemesis is a great name wrong. for this movie for X, Y, Z. But based on our brief Google, I think we can all agree. No, it's not. <laughs> it if you dumb. feel that way, feel free to leave a note on Gaming Theater's Twitter feed because if you want to say that this is the best thing ever. 
I'd like to have um, what's the word I need? Evidence. <laughs> Evidence. Yeah. Evidence. <laughs> I'm not saying no because I'll be honest. The best movie. For Cite me your sources, fucker. Yeah. So so true fact. My favorite movie of all time is The Army of Darkness. Terrible movie. I understand that going. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Listen, you got have a favorite movie. That's not a great movie. Yeah, yeah. But I can cite my sources why this is cool. Mm-hmm. Ash Williams has a chainsaw in one hand. Or the shock totally in another. In shock in another. And will fight medieval and an undead army. Man, a local theater Amazing. did Army of Darkness the musical this past Evil Dead the musical. Halloween. Evil, thank you. Thank you. Evil Dead the musical. Uh, are, those, are these two things related? Army of they Darkness are. and Evil Dead? Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. It, it's so, Evil Dead Army of Darkness? Thank so you, thank you. anyway, it's... I didn't get to go see it because uh, we went to Disney World and then I had COVID. Uh, I got COVID at Disney World, but uh, <laughs> you know what? I didn't. I re- I know, and DJ didn't. Weird. It makes me mad a little bit that I got. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> but my point being, I'm bummed out that I didn't go see it because I bet it was not good, but a lot of fun. Wrong. It is very good. Oh, it's and very a lot good. Of fun. Oh, it's even better. Well, it, that, it's a local production. You got to keep that lo- one in mind. Okay. <laughs> well. Actually, no, it's designed for a local production. Okay, so truth be told, I tried out for that. I auditioned. Oh, you did? That's awesome. I didn't yeah. get the part. But you tried but, out. But I tried. So here's the thing with that, right? It is a hodgepodge of the Evil Dead trilogy, <laughs> but made understandable. I mean, nice. so like the the first act is the first is Evil Dead one. The second act is most of Evil Dead two, and part mm-hmm. uh, it, the second and third act is mostly Evil Dead two. And then the finale of it is Army of Darkness. And this is why this is a spoiler-heavy podcast, so I can talk about all this. Yay! <laughs> yeah. But um, it, it looks fun. It is, it is super fun. If you are in the first couple of stages, you're in the gore section, so you can get <gasps> blood on you. What? But it is very much... Oh, I wish we had gone and seen it! <laughs> it is very much a cheesy... stupid fun. It's a cheesy B-movie horror film, and that it never tries to do anything more with it, which is what makes that awesome. When it knows what it is. Mm-hmm. So good. Okay. We should probably talk about Nemesis. Yeah, so we should talk about Nemesis. Get back hey, to that. Hey, Leo, uh, I, have a, I have a question for you. Sure. What? Because this is your show, and you can talk about anything, and you've you know, talked about Cain and Abel and stuff and how, how that came to be what is it about nemesis like as the concept as the naming convention that you wanted to bring to gaming theater podcasts like what is it for you personally that clicks and resonates with you about the concept the idea of using nemesis so the idea of using nemesis is very much both in trope and in naming convention if you name something as a nemesis typically this is the to for lack of a weirder term the antithesis of your opponent Mm-hmm. And a lot of, but the problem is, this is also a name that sounds awesome, but cool name at the same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so Darren, you hit it on the nail on the head on the biggest problem with it is sometimes this name is thrown together as sort of a, not exactly a nemesis. It's just sort of here because the name sounds super cool. Yeah. And if you're wondering how appropriate that is, we literally have a star system that's that's theoretical that we named after this and we can't change the name even though it has nothing to do with us as an opposing force it's like not relevant anymore but it does sound cool it's like nemesis and the smurfs yeah Yeah. this guy is more powerful and more eagle than gargamel but like (laughs) he's papa smurfs this guy's wasted name on this loser honestly Mm -hmm. but 
sometimes you have something that's named as a nemesis and it is legitimately a nemesis. Um, mm-hmm. Deep Rock Galactic has, a, as a video game, has, and this was something that was introduced, which is a, called the Nemesis, which is a, a floating arsenal that tries to fight you and your space dwarves trying to mine. You and, and space dwarves, I love it. So those who don't haven't played Deep Rock Galactic, it is a cooperative multiplayer game where you are space dwarves, dwarves in space, who are mining this planet. And the planet is not happy with you. But your dwarves, mm-hmm. you mine. It's one thing that you do. Yeah, it is, so, It's a stupid fun game. <laughs> it is a stupid fun game. It is great cooperative. I love the fact that it is pop-in, pop-out play, which means that you mm-hmm. it, that someone, uh, friends like, hey, man, I wish I could join. Just hop on in. Oh, yeah. It's the best. Uh, Nemesis. My favorite. Sorry. Oh good. <laughs> I when you had originally started describing it, I thought you were talking about the ghost. Right? Mm-hmm. Every now and again you can get this modifier on a mission that makes it harder but gives you more uh, rewards and it's like a ghost haunts you and it's a ghost of a the exploding uh b- giant bug that you cannot kill. He's just chilling there exploding the whole time. <laughs> fuck this guy fuck this guy (laughs) you can uh, you can uh as one of your abilities make uh one of the monsters turn and work for you and then they call him steve yep oh i love that and um what was it there's a mine cart that you have to escort to a certain spot which has a giant drill in oh the giant drill yeah 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 i'm trying to remember the drill's name because the dwarves name the uh they have an official you know mm-hmm. name that the that the company makes but then the dwarves have a nickname for them and they just call them by their nickname yeah. loretta that's her name loretta. <laughs> and um people were so attached to loretta that um they added in an option where you can just where after the drill is done drilling this the heart of this uh, cave you can take the heart but also, you can take the head of Loretta, so it's the drill has to be abandoned. But you don't abandon Loretta. Loretta's coming with you. They call the mule the Molly. Mm-hmm. The Molly. It's very cute. And Molly, um, where are you? So Nemesis in that is actually a rival drilling company. <laughs> okay. Of okay. That encounter sense, them. Yeah. That's funny as shit. <laughs> um, one of the coolest things about this game that I love is there's stuff that's hidden between difficulty walls. So if you make the game harder, more things will come at you, but there's things that are much more dangerous for you that's not available unless you pick the harder difficulties. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a whole rival company and they have like what's called Nemesis platforms, which is the neme- which is the thing that you're fighting for you. And it makes that's sense cool. in that because it is a rival company which wants to stop these wars from mining. That's great. I love that. But anyway, yeah, but that's sort of why I wanted to bring this into note. It's the term nemesis is played around with as a name. In some cases, the nemesis is justice. In other cases, nemesis is the terminology for revenge. Or most appropriately, it's terminology for the thing that wants to fight our protagonist in particular. Mm-hmm. You specifically. Fuck it- you specifically. <laughs> Maybe it's just like it's conflated now, but it seems like a lot of the times a nemesis is just a rival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, all the Pokemon games got a nemesis. Yeah, but yeah. that makes sense. That's yeah, your that's rival. Cool. That's your rival. Your rival's right. out to get you and in I particular. I gotta say, 
I like Nimona a lot in the <laughs> new game. I was gonna say they did, I was fun. watching you. I'm like, this isn't this doesn't feel like a nemesis or even a rival. This seems like a friend that you're just both after similar goals. Like what even? Mm-hmm. What's great? Like in the it's earlier games, like red, blue, green or red, blue, yellow, green, sapphire, all those other nope, the, nope. gold, the, silver, gold, crystal, silver. sapphire, ruby, emerald, <laughs> diamond, <laughs> pearl, platinum, black, white, black, two, white, two. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point your rival stops being in the, a nemesis and so, just starts being a friend i'm not certain i know in diamond and pearl he's more of a friend mm-hmm. uh than a rival but he's like a neighbor but he's also kind of a rival in gold and silver it's specifically like this fucking criminal that just so happened to pick the pokemon opposite to you so he's a fucking nemesis bro yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got I'm like, that's that's insane. That's crazy. This criminal peering in the fucking window ready to rob this Pokemon off the professor. Crazy. <laughs> uh, X and Y, it's their rivals, and then like their rivals in the friend term rather than the enemy term. Mm-hmm. And so they just like go on with that. And that's that's typically when they like and then hop is literally just a friend that's like stoked to fight you and Nimona is like a senpai that's stoked to fight you yeah yeah she's a, she's stoked to fight you I'm like I, I remember when I was playing that thing and I was uh confused I'm like aren't you trying to be my rival and uh what is no, it? she picked Whatever. the one that's worse than yours yeah she picked the one that's worse than you I'm like do you, do you know how Pokemon works buddy I think X and Y did it the best where they had one of each. The one that picked the uh, Pokemon that's weak to yours and the one that picked the one that's strong to yours. Mm-hmm. I think that was very strong. Now, Nemesis as a definition works a lot better. If I was to say, hey, Darren, who's yep. Batman's nemesis? Joker. Who's Superman's nemesis? Uh, Lex Luthor. Yep. Who is Spider-Man's nemesis? Oh... That one gets a lot harder. I think it depends on what the... I so I think, like, oh, Green Goblin. But also, sometimes Vulture's the one that killed Gwen Stacy. And I feel like it should be Vulture. Uh, I think... Venom. It, Venom. Venom. It could be Venom. I think for I think Spider-Man gets more difficult. It does depend on what the writing's going on at that point in time. But I would say Venom or, or Green, Green Goblin. Goblin. Yeah. Yeah. Venom's a solid pick because Venom's always designed in to be like... to be in a, a Spider-Man antithesis. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, like it's as much as like, oh yeah, Green Goblin because like the first movie and like the series, you always kind of see Green Goblin more than Venom. But uh-huh. I felt Venom was the rival, the the antithesis to Spider-Man, mm-hmm. right? Even though it's like it might be similar shit, but it's like an alien life form come to do this shit, and a guy who doesn't like Peter Parker as a person. Yeah, yeah, and who is like, and I love it because the uh, good writers will play with it. And so, like, if Peter Parker's more of a scientist in the series instead of uh, a newspaper reporter, mm-hmm. so is Eddie Brock. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. But uh, yeah, so nemesis are used for other terminology. Uh, if you were to say Picard, it's going to be the boy. If mm-hmm. you were going mm-hmm. to say um, Kirk, would... it's going to be Klingons. Klingons. I'd yeah. accept that. Khan. Khan, no... yeah. Khan, no. Khan's a big one. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. think it is the characters that have that specific personal connection to the protagonist. That is what makes them the nemesis. They're not just your villain of the week. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's Dr. Diefenschmerch and Perry the Platypus. They literally have a whole song about it. And they have a whole song Alka, about it. Alka, in fact, assigns specific animals to be specific people's nemesis. And that's like in their terminology. Yep, that's how <laughs> that they is, do it. It's amazing. And like they have rules and everything for that. It's funny as shit. <laughs> or you could have the inverse where you have a nemesis who doesn't know they're a nemesis. Um, what is it? The Venture oh, Brothers. God, the Monarch is the nemesis for Rusty Venture. Except Rusty Venture doesn't care. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'm trying to. I've seen that specific thing so many times, and I love it. I think that shit is so funny when it's like one person really fucking holding on to the fact that they're their nemesis, and the other person like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I literally have no idea who. I are. couldn't care less. In fact, that is one of my favorite favorite so gags funny. undermining the trope it's so fun oh my god okay so i thought of a way this like works but it mm. makes me so sad it is when wanda maximoff scarlet witch rolls up after being i don't know back, who you are and she, she faces off with it she's like you took everything from me and he's like i don't know i don't even know who you are and she's like you will uh, it should oh, be man. fair and what is that he is, a, he is a past version of thanos who genuinely wouldn't know who wanda is <laughs> yeah. but i do yeah. love he's that not- her, her, she doesn't know that. She really doesn't know what's going on, but she knows that exactly six seconds ago, she watched this son of a bitch kill the love of her life. And yeah. so he is going to remember her. <laughs> Meanwhile, that's I, a, I just got here. I'm yeah, new. I, it it, it makes me think of that. Let, I don't know what it, it was a meme, but I don't know what show it was from. Mm-hmm. And it's like the chick was like, it wasn't you stole everything from me because that was Wanda, but it's like. Mm-hmm you're my motivation and like i hate you for it or some shit like that right uh-huh. uh, Chun-Li, and the dude's I know like one you're talking about yeah and the dude's like i don't even think about you <laughs> oh. there's a there's a variation of that it's uh from the street fighter live action movie from the 90s uh-huh. and chun lee's there and she's in the same room with 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 bison and he, and she goes you have taken everything from me you have killed off my whole village and bison just said you know that probably is the biggest, most important thing in your life. To me, it's Tuesday. Oh, and it's brutal. It's brutal. Is this? It's the uh, the guy's line is, "I feel bad for you," and the other person is, "I don't think about you at all." <laughs> yeah. So, oh. you, so you could you could have a nemesis where the other person doesn't care. One day, I shall have a nemesis of someone I don't care about. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Leo, I was going to say, well, that means you may already have a nemesis as someone you don't care about because you wouldn't even know. I wouldn't know, but I hope that they're seeking revenge. But like in the same way that um, Bowser seeks revenge with Mario, you know, I'm going to be mad today, but we'll go cu- golf uh, golfing tomorrow. I'm, I'm still in. Yeah. <laughs> I found a sitter and everything. I'm good. The meme is from the show Mad Men. Ah. And so, yeah, I think that's actually about it. I'm satisfied. I have nothing else. I'm to bring satisfied. To the table. I got nothing else. Yeah. Does anybody have any last minute thoughts before I close this out? Lincoln Gannon, very strong nemesis. Very strong nemesis. I okay for that one. I almost feel like Zelda and Ganon are Zelda. the true nemesis, and Link mm-hmm. is just there to solve the problem. 
I don't know. What are you doing about. here? Because, 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 the no, no, I, I get where you're coming. Zelda is the goddess, from. right? Like yeah. she is the goddess, and, and the yeah, but Link is the antithesis of the goddess no. that Zelda represents. No, and Zelda her, has the goddess tool. of wisdom's ability. Yeah, Ganon has the goddess of power's ability, and Link has the goddess of courage's ability. Because Ganon continues to be reincarnated as like selfish jackass. Uh, he continues to seek using his goddess's power to seek the wisdom and the courage that he can have the ability of life, essentially. Damn, I mm -hmm. feel like at some point in time that could have gotten shaked up where maybe one of the reincarnations of wisdom or, or courage could have got. I feel like at least wisdom could have gotten flipped at some point and it's Zelda's the villain. But, you know, that would take a big swing that Nintendo's never going to take. No. 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 No, no, no. We got this. The closest you'll get is Super Smash Brothers, where Zelda will fight everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zelda wants to fight everyone at all times, to be honest. Just, she just wants to throw hands. Oh, I think so. Me. I'll be honest. I'm scared of Zelda. She becomes Sheik, mm -hmm. dude. She fucking is badass oh, yeah. as Sheik. Mm -hmm. Even without Sheik, her with her magical powers and such. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. strong. Very, Very strong. strong. And I'm, I, I love this Zelda within the Breath of the Wild timeline. I think this shit is very strong. I think Zelda is kicking ass, and I'm very excited for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, it's going to be real cool. All right, so we're going to wrap up this episode of Nemesis. With that being said, this will be officially the start of Season 2. So Woo! thanks, guys, for coming up for Woo! Season 2. Oh, we're so honored to kick off a new season. Thank you for having us. <laughs> oh, yeah. No problem. The next episode will be released as of um, April 7th. Yes, that's next Friday. And with that being said, we'll be back on, uh, on schedule, getting down with some more podcasts and stuff with more subjects. And I hope to have you guys back again. Well, absolutely um, love it. No oh, problem. Yeah. That, awesome. That being said, this is Gaming Theater Podcast. Logging off. Bye, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Gaming Theater Podcast is hosted, created, produced, and edited by Leo Garcia, the Geek Scorpio. Our music is A Drinking Game. Stock media provided by Stormwave Audio slash Pond5. Our cover art is by Adam Parker. You can find him at ParkerGFX on Twitter. If you want to send us some financial support to help with producing things for gaming theater, you can do so at patreon.com slash gaming theater presents. It helps us out. Want to send support that doesn't hit your wallet? Please leave a review with wherever you hear your podcasts and share our podcast with your friends. It really helps out. Thank you for listening.